Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, August 29, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We have a melt-up situation on our hands. There's a couple of things going on and nobody's going to be surprised when we bolt on the different things that are in front of us. First of all, we said get above this breakdown candle high convergence of these moving averages and guess what? And this is always the case. We've seen this before. What would have sent the market down the energy release in the southern direction from this breakdown candle Instead, when they get above, that same energy release is now going in the northern direction rather than down south. So that's item number one. Item number two, what happens when they get above all the moving averages? When they get above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. And all of a sudden, buyers, in addition to being above the breakdown candle high, above all the moving averages, buyers are coming in to chase the tape. What else do we have? We're leading into a three-day holiday weekend. What did we talk about last night? Into a three-day holiday weekend, the market tends to have a floating situation, tends to go higher, tends to rally up into a three-day holiday weekend. Well, we don't know if it's going to rally every day into the end of this week, but what we do know is it's a pretty goddamn start. A couple of other things we had working in the bull's favor. A lot of videos, blogs, talking heads, discussion about market crashes. And there was something else that was floating around the interwebs. And I got a handful of questions on it in the live room over the last couple of days. And I mainly tried to ignore most of them. And today we kind of laid it out. And it was this. Hey, isn't there a head and shoulders pattern on the daily chart of the S&P 500? It was posted under the video either yesterday or over the weekend or last week. Multiple times you could find comments about head and shoulders patterns there. And you'll see me on one of them. I commented, are you sure about that or might want to double check that? That was the comment to the person or trader that posted about or one of them about the head and shoulders pattern. Well, this is what we're looking at. This is what they were looking at. They were looking at this as a neckline and they have a left shoulder, a head and a right shoulder. But here's what you don't have. You don't have a right shoulder. You had a potential right shoulder in the making. And we've talked about this many, many times in the past. What happens when the head and shoulders patterns make it to the interwebs, they make it to the YouTubes, they make it to the CNBCs and the Fox Business and the Bloombergs, all that stuff. Guess what happens? They don't happen. You only have a head and shoulders pattern if it actually completes the right shoulder. You didn't have a complete right shoulder because you never got back below the neckline. That's the only way it completes. I would put that on a sticky note, and guess what? That kind of concept, that kind of information is taught in the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader. Just saying. What have we been talking about on the weekly chart? It's a pullback in an existing uptrend. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend until what? The window opens and clothes start flying out. 
in concept, can they run a test of the high? Can they breach the high? Absolutely. Will they do it? We don't know. What I do know is from a swing trading perspective, I have a number and I'm looking to take another short. What do I mean by another short? Well, on the swing trade product, Lazy Swing Trader, we had a short initiated up in that neighborhood over there. Yeah, near the highs. We covered it twice, once on a drop and twice on another drop down here like that. What about the long side? Well, we had plenty of longs also from the Lazy Swing Trader, by the way. You saw yesterday, I think three of them were closed out on the long side. And here's that closed list again. And another three were closed out today on the long side. Apple, Run, and ENPH. 4.5%, 9%, 4.75%. When were they taken out? August 24th, August 21, August 17. So what I'm saying is, the swing trading system was buying stuff on the dip and selling into the bounce. Isn't that the way it's supposed to work? We had shorts that were closed out near the lows on the way down. This is the way it's supposed to work. Some of the stocks have secondary price targets. For example, Apple has another price target. Maybe it hits this week. Maybe it hits tomorrow. Either way, it's a risk-free, motionless trade. Isn't that the way it's supposed to work? You betcha. So where are we going this week? Well, this is called a breakout situation. There's no reason the market can't climb higher this week. What's the number I'm looking to short at? I'm going to keep that one to myself until I do it. Can the market flip around, have a rope-a-dope, and trade down through the end of this week? The answer is anything can happen that's the unlikely scenario. Using the 80-20 rule, that would be in the 20% or less than 20% camp. Here's what we will do, though. We will use this high from the breakdown candle, the last point in which the market just broke out from. That's a mouthful. You can rewind the tape and listen again if that didn't make sense. The high here is 445.22. That is our bogey. She can't be back below that price on daily closes or this whole breakout situation is a failing. Even at this point, coming back down there this week wouldn't necessarily be in the concept of flown them up into the three-day holiday weekend. That would really be in the it's a shakeout operation or worse camp. What happened inside the numbers today? What happened in the live room? I'll tell you what happened. We were in a melt-up situation. And it's not a trader's kind of tape. Couple of short attempts, couple of scalps. Other than that, once they got above that breakdown candle high, it was off to the races. It was a melt up situation. And we left them with don't do stupid stuff. Don't fight the tape. It's not a trader's kind of day. However, read the notes, pause the video, go back to the chart to double check the work. Only today, there's really nothing to double check. What happened was they just melted up. They got going. They went going. They had a few minor pullbacks along the way. And that was it. It was just off to the races for the bulls. They were quote unquote running with the bulls. We had two stocks on the move potentials today. AstraZeneca didn't hit its objective. It's off the table. It's a no trade. CRM did hit. It jumped the first target, but then immediately turned around and rode back up in the other direction. Haircut at the opening bell. There's your zone. 207.25 was the first number. 
Second number was down here. They basically opened just below the first number, took off like a bat out of hell. We did have some traders that took some of the ride in the room, but certainly opening below the first number kept a lot of traders away from the trade. We tend to do it in the manner in which, and this wasn't done in the manner in which, we like them to come into the first number, not open below it. Once they open below it, it activates, at least for me, the second number, and sometimes this happens that's the life of a trader. What about Camp IWM? Well, you can see what's going on here. All the markets get this kind of a rising tide, lift all boats situation. They're coming into the 20 period moving average, haven't hit it yet, should hit it tomorrow if this kind of activity is going to continue. Might want to write this on a sticky note, and I don't know if they can get there, but if they do get to about 190.50, that's really going to be an important spot for the IWM people. Maybe 190.75 in that zone. We'll split the difference and say 190.60. That's an important spot if they get there this week. They're unlikely to blow right on through. Sticky note material. How about the folks down at the transportation department? I find this a little bit interesting. So from a percentage basis, you have the spiders up 1.45%. IWM up 1.4%. Transport's up Less than 1%, about 8 tenths of 1%, 8.6 or 0.86 of a percent. So guess what? You have a little bit of relative weakness. It's up, but I can't help but raise my antenna and say, this is my favorite canary in the coal mine, second favorite market leading indicator, but I'm going to pay attention because technically speaking, they really haven't broken the chain here. They're still making a bearish, wedgish kind of situation going on. We always want to look at the extended time frames and the weekly chart you can see are above all the moving averages. So technically from a weekly chart perspective, it's in an uptrend, nothing wrong, period, full stop. Doesn't mean they can't come down to run a test of the 20. Well, guess what? If they do that around 50, what does the daily chart look like? Well, 15,000 is down here. Down here at this 100-day moving average, another point in which she broke out from. How do we know that? Well, market ran up to here, had a little bit of a stutter step slash pullback. So we'll just demark that. Happens to cross over in the same vicinity as the 100-period moving average. And there's your bearish pattern, secondary fall, weekly chart running a test of the 100-week moving average. We don't know any of this is going to happen. What I'm saying is if things start to turn around and you see the transports dropping, this is where they're headed. It's what's called a chart lesson. It's called a reading the tape lesson in the what if camp or what if scenario. What about the Q people? I think we talked about 375 last night. They're at 375. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. You're getting into, you already are in the midst of a pre-holiday floater. We don't know what's going to happen Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, but what generally happens has already started to happen a little early in the week. So we take it at face value and say, hey, do we want to fight the tape this week? or just go with the situation. There's a lot of pies in the face being issued this week from the folks that were keen on and looking at and posting the short stuff, the crash stuff, all that YouTube blogosphere talking head stuff, you know, the head and shoulders stuff. How many traders do you think were listening and watching that whole head and shoulders business not really understanding 
what the pattern looks like when it actually activates how many traders do you think bought puts based on that misinformation and then got a pie in the face on today's rally and i'll give you the short answer a lot some of them happen to be watching this video right now just because people are watching that doesn't mean they listen and i don't have the patent on being right i'm not right all the time i'm just telling you what we talked about i'm showing you the stuff i show you the swing trade stuff I'm not telling you, I'm not selling you sizzle of here's 300% return, so buy my service. I'm showing you what it does. You make that decision for yourself. You're here of your own volition. About the financials, had an update in the financials, a little less than 1%, but right into the 20 period moving average through the 50 that they beat on a couple of times and into the 20, you have a gap up here. We don't know whether that will or won't be filled this week, but it's certainly on the docket for those that are gap-filling type of watchers. Weekly chart, pullback into moving average, support, trying to go back up. Still yet, when you look at the bigger picture, you have a move down, and this is really called a bearish, wedgish kind of situation. So this could be, and I emphasize could be, until they eclipse this high here, could be beginning its next trek down. Doesn't happen all at once. It doesn't go in a straight line. It could go back and forth out to here and then drop some more. The concept is that this pattern will generally have another leg down unless they get above the high of the breakdown candle. Where is that? It's right up here. We'll demark the high. It happens to be 36.24 right here. 36.24. Get above that high, that whole concept is off the table. Stay inside that high, and that concept is technically on the table. It's a big table. Smash mouth, this one's pretty easy to read. Get above the high of this breakdown candle, and the same type of energy situation that we saw in the spiders is activated. Not that they're going to have a huge move like that like they did today. They could, but that whole concept is on the table if they get above this high, which is 156.59. Generally speaking, that will be overhead resistance, first time, best time. Doesn't work 100% of the time, works the majority of the time. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost. My strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.